And we're live. How's it going, guys? It's me, Brendan Matula. Matula and Thomas Hicks. And today <laughs> is Thursday. You already it's know that. Week. We already know that. Unless if you're living in Australia. Uh, today's Thursday um, here in the U.S. If you are listening from Australia, first off, holy crap. Uh, but <laughs> that's awesome uh second of all please tell us what australia is like um but yes it is thursday here in the states um and that means it's our sports day um you guys know brandon's our sports guy so brand's gonna be giving us a sports rundown he gave me a little preview of what we'll be talking about it's really cool stuff y'all it's gonna be really fun uh really cool news um and fun little updates and then a lot of a lot of, a lot of important discussions to be had um someone's gotta have them am i right so that's gonna be us <laughs> Um, but as always, before we get into anything that we talk about, whether it be sports, pop culture, music, whatever you, whatever we talk about, um, we always start episodes, you guys know this by saying thank you. So thank you so much. Thank you guys so much just for listening to our thoughts because like, wow, like the mere thought that like one person, and I know I go on rants about this, about how thankful we are, but, uh, the thought, the, the mere thought that somebody listens to our thoughts and opinions, is very humbling and very amazing and flattering. So thank you guys so much for tuning in today. But without further ado, as y'all know, it's our sports day. So I'll just run down what we'll be talking about today. Just some news here and there. There's not a whole lot going on right now, uh, but uh, there was big news today. So stay tuned for that. And then uh, uh, we're going to have two big topics today. One of them is the LeBron versus KD discussion concerning their championships. That's going to be fun because I know LeBron, how much Tommy loves LeBron. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> and then um, and then we're going to kind of have an opinionated segment. It's pretty interesting. I just wanted to experiment. And we're going to give our takes of what, what sport – is on top right now as far as popularity. So I'm very excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, should be a cool discussion just to uh, get cl- clarity over all sports. And then uh, we also got some pop culture today. Tommy, what do we got there today? Yeah, so today we're going to be discussing some movie news. As always, you guys, there's actually quite a bit of movie news that came out uh, in the past couple of hours. So, uh, you know, you, you hear it here. You're going to hear it here first, folks. Hear it here. Let's try saying that five times fast. Um, but you will, uh, I'm going to be able to run it down uh, with you guys, kind of give our real quick thoughts on that. And then um, I'm back again with another movie suggestion. You guys know a couple of weeks ago I suggested The Master, which was on Netflix, uh, which was a Paul Thomas Anderson film on Scientology with Joaquin Phoenix and Philip Seeper Hoffman. And I'm back again with another movie that's probably just as popular, a little bit more popular because I didn't win Best Picture, but it's a movie that I don't think the youth. Uh, are really focusing on it's really kind of you know our parents that watch this film um so yeah i'm gonna hit you guys with another film of the week and then i'm gonna get brandon's thoughts on django and chain because he did end up watching that um i know we i gave him that challenge in the first episode but uh it's a learning curve <laughs> doing a podcast we've we've both been learning that but um yeah so as far as movie a little tiny bit of music news not much but uh quite a bit of movie news uh followed by a discussion and then you have the movie of the week and Brandon's thoughts on Django. Uh, but that's going to be later in the episode because, you know, we get to sports first on Thursdays. So that being said, 
Um, Brandon, what's our first topic with sports? What are we covering so, first? We're just going to start out with some news, just to start things kind of easy. So, breaking news right before we recorded this, uh, Amani Bates, the number three overall recruit out of the 2022 recruiting class or 2021, yeah, whichever, yeah. has committed to Memphis. So that's mm. very big for uh, Penny Hardaway and the Memphis Tigers coming up in this next season. They're in the American Athletic Conference with, with the Houston UH, Cougars. Right? Yeah, yeah, Houston Cougars that just went to the Final Four. So that's going to be really fun to watch in the American to play out. But uh, in other news, uh, the Jaguars named the number one, number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence, as their starter. So mm. great stuff there. So it'll be fun to watch him week one. Yeah. And then Max Kellerman out of first take is out. He is going to be doing a different project with ESPN, but he is done with first take. Apparently there was an argument between him and Stephen A. offset, which is sad because I'm going to miss Max saying – I want Eagle Dollar and having those kinds of takes. Laser but... beams pointed at the universe. <laughs> you fate of the universe on the line. I got Eagle Dollar. Exactly. Man, I'm just going to miss him and it's sad. But uh, another news J.R. Smith. Yes, J.R. Smith, the basketball player. He's playing college golf. Yeah. Hmm. Um, that's all I got there. Um, <laughs> Well, uh, like, the, so what? What do you mean? Like, is he a coach for a team? No, or he's something? playing college golf. So is he? I guess he enrolled into college. Yeah, he enrolled into college because I think he did not go to col. He did not go to college. He really? came straight from high school. Yep, he was. Uh, a lot of people were thinking he was going to be the next Kobe. Really? Okay. Because of that, yeah, and I could see it like with all his flashy dunks and everything, yeah. but uh. Just to wrap this up, uh, uh, the Hawks extend their head coach, Nick Exel, to for three years. So that's good for him. He mm-hmm. really helped the Hawks soar this year. So ah. that's great. And then just yesterday, the, the Pac-12, Big Ten, and another conference that I can't think of, made an alliance in response to the SEC. Oh, yeah. The ACC, Pac-12, and Big Ten made an alliance against the SEC pretty much. So that's going to be really interesting. We'll talk about that. What do you mean by an alliance? Like they're grouping up to – Pretty – it's not really clear yet. They they said that there's nothing set in stone that they're going to do exactly, but they are teaming up basically. Oh, my God. In some sort of way. So, yeah, that – that will be a topic in a future episode. Uh, yeah, for sure. What we could heck? talk about that. But uh, but let's just get the show on the road. So, mm-hmm. as we know, LeBron and Katie have been rivals over the years. Ever since LeBron's first finals win, Katie was in LeBron's shadow, as it seemed. And... Uh, Katie had injuries and uh, departures from his team to worry about. And then he went to Golden State, won a few championships against LeBron. And then he left Golden State and then LeBron got his ring. So the discussion for today is to uh, really um, give out our opinions. Because I know LeBron, uh, Tommy has his opinions on LeBron as far as like the weight of his championships. And I 
certainly have opinions on KD's weight, uh, KD's championship weight. So, uh, Tommy, uh, just to kick things off, out of all of LeBron's championships, which one to you was a fluke or just which one is not weighted very highly in your opinion? Um, you know, for the sake of this episode, I won't say all of them, even <laughs> though I do think all of them is a fluke. Oh, man. Um, he got his first ring with Miami. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. Okay. So there you go. I mean, that's a red flag right there. You had Dwayne Wade, you had Chris Bosh, Ray Allen, uh, Mario Chalmers, a lot of fun, a lot of good help. Uh, Led GM doing his usual thing, moving, moving players around and getting has-beens or uh, hot uh, young players to come in on his team and to give him help to make him seem like he's the hero. So that doesn't, that doesn't surprise me too much, <laughs> but um, you know, he just gets it. <sighs> He just gets way too much credit for 2016. Mm. Like, like the wow, refs, really? The, I just like you already know the refs were wearing like Cavalier boxers under their uniform, but he just gets way too much help in 2016. Like, you're gonna tell me like, seven? They went 73 and nine, right? The Warriors. Mm-hmm. Seven? Is it 73 and yeah, nine? Yeah, it was 73 and nine. You got it. Yeah, yeah. So the, you're gonna tell me a team that's going 73 and nine is beating LeBron? Is not going to be LeBron, Kyrie, and a hot and cold Kevin Love, like that just makes no that just makes no sense to me. Like there has to be a lot of help there. Hmm. Um, it, sure you had Deladova, cool. You Deladova went off a little bit, but without Kyrie, like it would have been another it would have been another secured bag by the Warriors. Yep. Like I think LeBron just gets way too much credit for that because yeah he he had the block and that caused Kyrie's shot. But everything before that, like, and Kyrie was, and I know Kyrie was injured the year before mm-hmm. in 2015. So I understand it's pretty impressive, you know, that he made it. But um, his Mickey Mouse ring from this past year or two, I guess, past two years, 2020, uh, the Lakers, like, dude, like anyone, I, I, I would be saying this if John Wall had a ring. Like, <laughs> I think anyone that went that wins the ring in a situation like COVID and like has all this stuff that it's not a real ring. And mm. LeBron had a lot of special privileges in Orlando. That was really weird. Um, yeah. So, I a lot of all of them are flukes. But for the sake of this episode, to answer your question, get to the bottom line. Like, which one do I think is the most fluky of them all? Yeah, it would have to be 2016. Wow. Okay. So, uh, do you rest your case there? Is that all that you wanted to get out? Well, for LeBron, yeah. yeah I guess okay. about I guess about LeBron. So, I, I just yeah, we'll get to GM. I yeah, just we'll get to throw that in there. Yeah, we'll get to KD in a minute. So the way we'll do this, because obviously you're more intertwined with KD, like you respect him more than LeBron, like that, I would guess. Yeah. So you just gave me your take on LeBron. I'll do a rebuttal real quick. And then uh, I'll give my KD take and then you give your rebuttal. So I'm going to give you my rebuttal to that. And the thing is, yeah, LeBron has had help. But let me ask you this. Who hasn't had help? So just to open the stat book real quick, one thing that I think was a flu, the biggest blemish on LeBron's career is that he did not win his first year in Miami. Chris Bosh averaged 18 points per game. Dwayne Wade averaged 25 points per game in the playoffs. And LeBron 
averaged 27. Like, how do you not win a championship with players scoring like that? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And then you – so the next year, when they did win the championship, LeBron won MVP that year. And LeBron went and averaged uh, – I think, I think it was about 29. And you could check me on these stats. Dwayne Wade averaged 16 points per game. And then Chris, Chris – no, okay, 18. 18 points per game. No, 20 – sorry, sorry, sorry. I keep getting the mix up. 22 points per game uh, for Dwayne Wade. And then 16 for Chris Bosh. So that's a big difference there. And then uh, moved to the championship in 2014 against the Spurs. Or 2013 against the Spurs. Dwayne Wade, 16 points in those finals per game. Or in the, all of the playoffs. And then Chris Bosh, 12 points per game. So, yes, LeBron absolutely had help. And there's po- points where, like, Ray Allen making his shots and then Bosh getting the rebound. But that's the thing. It's team basketball, and those are team basketball moments. And, yes, Ray Allen made that clutch shot at the end, but LeBron was also the player that made nine out of those last 12 points to tie up the game and send it to overtime in that game six against the Spurs. So, yeah, there's that there. But the one thing I will give to you is that the Cavaliers, yes, there was some funny business going around in that finals with Draymond getting suspended. That was probably the most ridiculous thing. Right. You know, and I get it. I know, but at the end of the, at the end of the day, the Warriors had a game seven at home with all their guys back, except for Bogut. I think Bogut hurt his knee uh, two games that but they had all their stars they had all the players that made them successful that year and they choked they really did and yes you can argue like games four five uh no yeah games five and six the cavaliers were uh in favor of the refs i would disagree with that or i would disagree with the fact that the whole thing was a fluke because game seven like, when you ask players about Game 7, they just say it's a whole different thing because it's win or go home. Mm-hmm. Like, it's do or die for both teams. So, like, the stakes are high. And Golden State didn't play well in those last five minutes of that game. And LeBron came out victorious and all that. And then about the Mickey Mouse ring with the Lakers, like, man, like, I get it, like, he did. It was a little bit of an easier path because of injuries of the past season. But one thing you got to realize, everybody was going through COVID. You know, Paul George, he was having a pretty good season be- beforehand, became pandemic P in those playoffs. And it wasn't because of the pandemic per se. It's because of the situation being in Orlando, because that is exhausting being in the same place stuck there for a month for two months not able to go home not able to see your family like it's like it's like a two-month summer camp you know and you have to stay there and only play basketball so yeah i see your points but 
Like, I hate to sound biased, but I don't think any of them are fluked. So I rest my case there. Uh, any com- any quick comments you want to make about that? Well, it, I, I can get behind the Heat. Like, 16 points. You said Bosch was averaging 18 the year before, then 16 the next year. Yes. Like, I don't no, think... No, no, two- 18... Eight, yeah, it was 18 the first year they went to the final. 16 uh, in their first championship that they won. And then 12. No, 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 no. 14 the second championship. And then 12 against the Spurs that last time. 12. Okay. Because so they were on the decline is what I'm saying. Like, Bosch yeah. and Wade were on the decline. Because they... Bosch even got more field goals, more shots up in years after they won their first championship. And he still and he was still on the decline. He wasn't the star that he was in Toronto, and he only made the playoff twice in Toronto. Yeah. And that's the like that's why I asked that because I I could give you Miami. Like, okay, I get it. If you if you're asking me the top five players of all time, 2014 Miami Heat LeBron is probably going to be number four or number three. Okay. Like, I I understand that. That LeBron earned that ring. And he had help. Everyone has help, though. Everyone has help. Um, now, Michael Jordan was the only player to only have one all-star in his entire career, which is Scottie Pippen. But everyone has help. And I understand that. And I could give you 2014, sure. LeBron's peak, why would it not be the LeBron show? My quick comment is that I thought 2016 was a fluke. You disagree, and that's fair. And and we'll never. That's the beauty of a podcast. Is the beauty of disagreeing is because none of us are right, none of us are wrong. Now, I will say Tim Donaghy, the referee who was officiating, came out and said that Draymond was suspended to prolong the finals. Wow! Like he said, I, I have he not said heard that. that. Wow. Yeah, um, he he claimed it. He claimed that the NBA suspended Draymond Green to prolong the 2016 NBA Finals. Um, there, there were so many calls against the Warriors and only the obvious calls against the Cavs. And Draymond was not suspended for the ball kick against Adams, Stephen Adams, but was suspended for the tap on LeBron? Mm. I don't know. It's a little fishy. Yeah. Um, but it was continuous behavior because he was doing it all playoffs. True, but Patrick Beverly does the same thing. Yeah, but, well, look what happened to him. He got ejected. But, yeah, but yeah. keep going. Keep going. Well, that that's just my point is that the referee said that's why we suspended yeah. him. But can we take his word for it? That's up to you to decide. That's not up to me. Yeah. That's not up to – that's up to the listeners. I mean, it is up to me in my, within my own personal life, but, like, at the end of the day, it's up to you, you know. Yeah. But it's just it's fishy. It's fishy. Um. But yeah, I I I. That's what I would say about LeBron is that that 2016 is fishy. But I, you know what, I will give you 2014 because 2014 Miami Heat number six, LeBron is a top five player of all time of all time in basketball. Mm. So yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, just moving on. Uh, so give me your statements of like wh- how you feel about Kevin Durant's championships. 
I, I, a lot of people say Kadeen's rings are fake. I heavily disagree. Um, I don't think his rings are fake. I think KD earned his rings in 2016, six, or sorry, 2017, 2018. Um, I don't have enough evidence. Not that I, I don't even like saying the word evidence, but like, basically, I don't have enough to prove to you that KD wasn't not the reason that how do I word this but it's just tough because if KD was not okay scratch everything I just said let me start off clean if you don't mind let me start off clean yeah KD let's be real would probably not have won if he wasn't on a team with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson that's what mm. I'm trying to say. So excuse my stuttering. I was just trying to find my words yeah. because I am a KD guy, but I, I I'll give it. I'll give credit where it's due. And yeah, out of yeah, out of all the talent in the NBA, it would have been very tough at yes. that time. Yes, exactly. Because then he would have had to go against them. Mm-hmm. You know. So I understand why people say it. I understand it, but I because if you think about it, KD was the MVP. He was the star. Of the 2017 and 2018 Warriors, if he got it carried to those finals, wouldn't Steph or Clay be the star? And I'm pretty sure wasn't Clay injured one of those years, 2018. Uh, mm-hmm. I think in the 2018, yeah, in the 2018 finals, he got hurt. Yeah, so that's why they lost that last championship. Hmm. Or 20. Well, I guess it was 2019 against the Raptors. Oh, but, 20, yeah, 2019. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So was was Clay injured in 2017 or 18? No. No. Oh, well, then that kind of gives your point a little bit more credit, yeah. if anything. But, yeah, I just – I don't think that KD would have won a ring had he not been on the Warriors. But the fact that he was the MVP and that he was the mm. one who led the Warriors to those rings, I think speaks a lot of volume. Yeah. That's my statement. Yeah. So, yeah, excuse my stuttering at the beginning. I was just trying to find, like, proper words to describe how I, how I yeah. was feeling. And and uh, if you're – if are you done? I am, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, he was by far the best player in those finals, by far, mm-hmm. by far, in my opinion. Like the fact, the mere fact that he did hit the same shot in Game Three, two years in a row, pretty almost at the same time. It's not really that close, but like hitting that same dagger shot, that's incredible to me. And he deserves respect as far as that as a performer, but as a teammate and a teammaker. That's just not who KD is. KD needs, like you say, LeBron needs superstars and he's gone to the finals twice without a real, real help like that. He's yeah. needed like to win a championship, but KD needs a super team. And he did it with a team that had more wins than a team that had the greatest player of all time on it. Like, think about that. Like, the Warriors won more games than the team that had the greatest player of all time on it. And and Kevin Durant went and joined them. Like, and, and it's not like there was no other option. There were other options. There was an option with the Clippers. I remember seeing that summer that KD was impressed with the Clippers presentation, and that would have been great. Chris Paul, Kevin Durant. Blake Griffin, 
uh, JJ Redick and company, and then DeAndre Jordan. That would have worked. Mm-hmm. That 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 was finals contending roster. That would have worked. But he went the easy route, and like I would respect him a lot more if he just picks a place and then built something there, like he's doing in Brooklyn. Like he picked Brooklyn. And then he brought Kyrie along with him, and then he got James Harden. That's that I, that I can respect because he's building a championship roster there. Even though it's juggernaut, he's still building something. But when it comes to the Warriors, he went to a team that was already built, and he was already the second. Like I know a lot of people think Steph was the second best. I'm sorry, Kevin Durant has been number two. Has been he's probably number one now, but at the time he was number two. Yes. He was the real number two because he's seven foot, can hit threes, can dribble. Like, oh my goodness, like incredible talent. But just going on the Warriors, he just lost my respect. And it, I was happy for him the first year. I was like, yeah, great stuff. And then the second year, like, it wasn't anything great in my opinion. And I have to give him uh, credit, like, him risking his Achilles, and which he actually did. He did risk his Achilles. Uh, he he risked his Achilles to help his team out. He was losing to the Raptors. He, were really, he was really looking back, not a team that could have beat like this this past champions, Lakers or the uh, the Suns or the presently constructed Bucks. I don't I don't think they could have or the Nets. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah. Yep, it, but uh, I agree and disagree with you, as I've stated. But uh, yeah, good, good point. Okay, my rebuttal is once again the super team thing because I wouldn't. It super team, yes. If you're KD, though, you just have two really good players on your team. Like if you're in KD's shoes. But uh, this is my rebuttal. Here's the 2018-2019 Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron James, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, Alonzo Ball, Rajon Rondo, Reggie Bullock, Josh Hart, KCP, Jamario Jones, JaVale McGee, Alex Caruso, Lance Stevenson, Tyson Chandler, uh, Zubak, Mike Muscala, Mike Beasley, Isaac Bonga, mm-hmm. Andre Ingram. Here's the 2019-2020 Los Angeles Lakers that would go on to win a championship, LeBron and KCP, Kuzma again, which is good. Okay. Uh, no Danny Green. So we got Danny Green, Anthony Davis, Avery Bradley, Deion Waiters, Rajon Rondo again, Dwight Howard, Crusoe again, uh, McGee, McGee again, which is good. Uh, but Markeith Morris, THT, J.R. Smith, Quentin Cook, uh, Quinn Cook, Troy Daniels, Jared Dudley, Costa Santacupo. Yeah. Like, yeah. I I think LeBron needed a lot more help than KD needed because KD just needed two. Everyone else. They kept like, whoa. Then KD in the against the Warriors, like with the Warriors, the help that he had with the Warriors. You you just had Clay and Steph. Just Clay and Steph. Like that's that's probably the best shoot uh three-point shooting backcourt like ever you know and a guy who was like hot as ever he won back-to-back mvps who which has only been done 
a handful of times, respect to him. Like I get annoyed with him sometimes, but that's respect. Like he won two straight MVPs. Like, uh, like I know Anthony Davis, as far as defense and all around talent. Yeah. He, he got LeBron got more help in that area, but LeBron only had one all-star teammate. And there was a year where there were four all-stars on golden state, including Draymond green, the splash bros and KD. So like, I, like, yeah, I can say LeBron, you can say LeBron needed help, but he only had one all-star, you know? Yeah, I do know, yes, but he had all that small talent, some of the best, if not the best role players all playing their role on one single team. I don't know. I think it's really cheap. And yeah. LeBron was definitely the one that moved that. The thing with KD is KD didn't make those trades. He just he just joined a team that was pretty good. That was that was the best, probably one of the best teams ever. Like because that and what was so great about them is that it was built, not, um, it was built not traded like LeBron does, which is something I don't like that he does. But anyway, um, we can ramble about this all day, but we hope <laughs> uh, we hope that y'all enjoyed this topic. Uh, just uh, if y'all want to comment who y'all thought was right put team brandon for me and then team tommy if you're team tommy's right heck yeah but uh um just moving on uh this is like this is a this will be a fun little segment and uh it's definitely opinionated kind of like our last one but it's like there's no like like we can use statistics on this but this is just like opinionated so the Mm -hmm. question is and i'll begin it with you tommy which pro sport is on top right now as far as popularity? You know, you gave me this topic a couple hours ago. You're like, all right, we're going to cover this. And then you repeated it at the beginning of the podcast. And I, I just, I don't know. Like, I would say football right now because football's coming up and there's a lot of exciting things going on because you have well, college. Okay. Well, let me, let me frame it like this. So baseball's almost done and it's like – it's not going to get that much more hype in my opinion, but like baseball season is almost over. We've been through an NBA season and we've been through an NFL season. So like, and, and then NHL, like you can include NHL too. Yeah. Like, cause I, all the, so based on these past seasons, like which, which out of those do you think is hyped up the most? If that makes sense. If I'm going personally, which I'm not, but if I were to say personally, I'd say NHL. I'm mm. really looking forward to this hockey season. There's been a lot of fun trades. Um, mm. And I just love – I, like, picked up – I don't know if anyone knows that's listening, but I picked up hockey, like, a year ago, almost a year ago. It's just been fun. It's, like, it was super random, but it was during quarantine. And I'm like, dude, I just want to – I want to learn more about hockey. So I got into it. And it was – it's actually a really sick sport. Um, really enjoying my time there. But it's not about me, personally. It's about what I think in general. And – Here's what I will say basketball, and here is why. Because this is the the greatest advice slash like, just not advice, but what has been said to me from a teacher, probably ever. But one of the things that stuck with me when it comes to marketing. So I was in a marketing class my sophomore year, and it was a sports marketing class. And you don't see very many NFL players with deals, with you know. Sports drink deals, Nike deals, movie promos. Like, you don't see that very often. 
Mm-hmm. But you see it a lot with NBA players because you see their face when they're playing. When mm-hmm. they're playing football, it's covered up by a helmet. When you're playing basketball, you can see their face, so you can market their face. You can market their body way more. Yeah. So for that be that being said, like post quarantine, I think this is a great question, Brandon. And it actually, I think it's an excellent question because post quarantine, nothing short of everything has changed. Literally everything has changed. I would I would say the NBA just because you can market the faces of the players really well, but I yeah. think the, the hype of the NBA has died down tremendously due to COVID. Before COVID, the NBA was like easily the top sport, but I think now it's all, all it's tied with football. Um, yeah. base, I do disagree on baseball because baseball is getting more hype for sure because we're getting to the playoffs and the finals, but all time post-COVID, as of now, yeah, I got to go basketball <laughs> just because of that marketing standpoint. Yeah. But yeah, so I agree with that. Um, it was really interesting to see how their ratings just went so far down last year's NBA finals during quarantine, because you'd think like, if you can't go to these games, you'd want to watch them on TV, you know, mm-hmm. but people didn't. And then this past year, like the ratings went up a lot more and I think it was lower than usual. It was higher than last the year before, but I think it was lower than usual because it's new teams and new faces and people are not used to that yet. So I would agree as far as marketing goes and as far as like hype. Yeah. I would say NBA is top uh, up there, but a sport I sport man, like my whole life I've like not watched very much NFL football. It just never interested me because I didn't get invested with the players and they just weren't relatable to me. And college football was more relatable to me. And something clicked to me last year when when I was watching NFL games. Uh, I was like, wow, all the players that I watched over the years in college football are playing professionally now. So why not mm. just watch it? And I watched it this year. I watched NFL Red Zone every single Sunday, and I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I would watch all the games, and it was just so fun. And I got on fantasy football, and it was great. And uh, yeah, so I, but I would agree with you. I do agree with you that it's probably a tie between NFL and basketball. But if I were to pick one, I think right now, I think it's the NFL. <sighs> and I think it's hyped because there's so many big names thanks to college football for being a platform in itself. Yeah. And then hyping up all these uh, draft prospects in the future to be on NFL teams. And it seems as if like there's no, because we see this in the NBA a lot. There's a lot of nobody teams like the Timberwolves. Like, yeah, you got people at the top that are good, like cat and D'Lo. And then the rest are nobodies as flight says, <laughs> But um, NFL, there it really seems there's a big face on every single team. Like I could yeah. just go through it: Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, Jack, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Miami Dolphins, Tua Tagovailoa, uh, Atlanta Baltimore Ravens from Lamar Jackson. Yeah, exactly. There's a big name everywhere, and that's due to the hype up of college in the 2000s and 2010s. So I think with college football's help, because college football is definitely a part of it, 
the NFL is the top sport right now. Okay. As far as popularity, because it's just that's just what it is. And I know that's an easy answer because football has been like for the longest time been the top one, but right now, especially, I think they're on top. But uh Yeah, my just some close to put a bow on it. I I I agree with you though. I really do because social media, since it's been invented, you know, in the early two thousands and naming the bigger the bigger platforms like uh Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter in the early 2010s and early 2000s, like when that was being created, it changed the world. Social media has changed the world. And sports, it has changed sports tenfold. Mm-hmm. You know, and that being said, um, the number one sport here in the States of all time ever, not my personal, this is not my favorite sport, but just like in general, is college football. Yeah. Like everyone is passionate about a college everyone is passionate about a college and how physical they can, if they can physically beat another team. Yeah. And here in the United States, that is the number one sport, whether you love it or hate it. Yeah. And because of social media being like, Hey, instead of being like, Oh yeah. Number 15 ran the ball all the way down. You got, Oh, uh, Lamar Jackson just ran the ball all the way down from the 80 yard yeah. line or, Oh my goodness. Like can't yeah. move, just threw the ball like 70 yards for a touchdown. Like just yeah. like crazy stats like that. And you're able to get that connection from social media and you remember those names, like you were saying, Brandon, and then you can put that on the faces and then uh, you can, uh, the NFL hype. So you know what, with quarantine and all that stuff, I might actually agree with the NFL. That was a really good, really good point. Yeah. So. But I really liked your point too, when you met, when you were talking about marketing, because that's something I haven't really thought about before, because yes, NFL players wear helmets and you can't see what they look like on the field, really. Like it kind of distorts their face, but in basketball, their face is very marketable, you mm-hmm. know, so that, gosh, great conversation all around. I feel like yeah, great. we really shined in this, but uh, let us know what y'all think. Uh, that about wraps it up for the sports section. Um, uh, stay tuned for the, uh, for the end of the episode for a little announcement about next week's segment. But uh, it's time to, as they say in football, to hand it off to the great Thomas Hicks. Tommy, take it away. Hello, hello, everyone. Thomas Six again from two seconds ago. Uh, a lot of cool news, actually, uh, going on both in the movie and music world. Um, first, we'll start with music because it's not as big. Uh, we got a, we got a couple albums this week, uh, this weekend. We got Halsey coming out with an album. I Dress coming Ooh, out with an album. Nice. Uh, and uh, Belly. Belly is also coming out with an album. And, ch- and Churches. So Churches, Belly, I Dress, and Halsey. Um, some notable names there. Um, and then little Sims is coming out with her album pretty soon. Um, sometimes I might be, sometimes I might be introvert, uh, but that'll be next, next weekend. Um, and then Laney as well, GGBBXX is going to be next weekend. Um, so very, very cool things to look forward to there. And big boy comes wow. out with a double album with sleepy Brown. So, uh, some big names there. Um, but movie news is what I was really looking forward to because there's some, there's some big news going on. So first and foremost, you know, Ghostbusters Afterlife is another sequel to the Ghostbusters franchise. Um, and the early reviews are saying it's really, really good. If you're a fan of the Ghostbusters movies, it, this sequel does it justice. And that mm. makes me really happy. Um, Ghostbusters is awesome. The trailer looks so stinking good for this new movie. So very pumped and excited to check it out. Uh, th- that comes out in November. Um, Shang-Chi already has uh, a sequel. So oh. th- there was word and it said uh, it's a uh, headlines that Shang-Chi seem uh, 
correct me, just excuse me, I know I'm going to butcher this name, but Simu Lee says his MCU movie alludes to a sequel. Wow. So Shang-Chi Chi 2 is kind of confirmed, I guess you could say. Yeah. You know, confirmed to an, I, ex- an extent. I, I really think Shang-Chi um, is going to be another cultural um, shakeup in the MCU. Yeah. Like we saw it through Black Panther. Oh, like, yeah. It's just incredible what they were able to do with uh, how Coogler just uh, um, made that movie so great and uh, so uh, metaphorical and just... It was incredible. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, I agree. You, know, you have to read on it, uh, just to elaborate on all the stuff about race theory and everything. But, uh, it's a beautiful movie. And I, I haven't seen Shang Chi yet. I don't believe it's come out, but I think, uh, I think this will have a similar impact. I don't think it'll be as big, but I think it'll have right. a similar impact because I feel like a lot of people are going to start liking Shang Chi. He seems really yeah. cool. And I came in to watch the movie. Yeah. They're, they're saying, and, and Brandon, you're, I'm just a movie guy, but you're a Marvel guy. And like, you got to see this film comes out next Thursday. Um, but they're saying best solo Marvel movie ever. Wow. I know that's what the critics are saying. They're raving about this film. So, you know, really looking forward to seeing it. Brandon, as a Marvel fan, I know that probably really, uh, excites you. Oh, absolutely. It just, it's time for something new and I'm yeah. excited for something new. So. Yep. That in Eternals, like that's going to be really fun stuff to watch because the universe is expanding. It's so, a good yeah. time to be a Marvel fan. It's a great year to be a Marvel fan. Oh, yeah. Great year. COVID ended up being a blessing because we we're getting so many projects like back to back to back to back. Yeah, so, uh, exactly. There, there's a lot of blessings that have come out of a lot of the dark times. Um, but yeah, to continue on with the news, uh, Dave Bautista and Jason Momoa. Signed off in a buddy cop movie, so that will be pretty funny. I like those guys. <laughs> um, Matrix 4 got an official title. It's The Matrix Resurrections. Oh, name. wow. So With, uh, what's his name? Uh, Keanu Reeves. Wow. Yeah. That yep. is going to be incredible. My mm-hmm. goodness. Yeah. Matrix 4. I, I, it was supposed to come out this year. I know that they're still kind of wary on that, but uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Um and then lastly, a lot of news about Captain Marvel 2. Oh, interesting. They're saying, you know, they're saying uh, a lot of the actors are really excited about the actors who are in the film. They're really, really excited to uh, show off that movie. They're saying it's going to be really, really awesome. Yeah, I so. think Monica Rambeau, Photon, as they call her from WandaVision, is mm-hmm. going to be on there. Yep. Along exactly. with Miss Marvel. I believe, or yep. that might be the Marvels, the next okay. show that comes out or yeah. movie. I'm not sure, but right. great projects coming up in the MCU. I'm so excited. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then obviously like we were talking about on Tuesday, we got the Spider-Man trailer. We're going to go more in depth on that as uh, time gets closer, but yeah, great. It's good to be a movie fan. You know, a lot of big movies coming out. Like, I am so stinging pumped for this weekend, you guys. Like I said, on Tuesday, we got Candyman. I'm watching that tomorrow. Uh, or, I guess, tonight, since this comes out on Thursday. And I've, I've, this is the next movie I've looked forward to since The Green Knight. Wow. And I watched The Green Knight a long time ago. So, it's been a long time since I've been this excited. But I think this film is going to be excellent. So, I'm really looking forward to Candyman. Then, right after that, we got Shang-Chi. And then, just uh, not a lot of time. You got a couple weeks, but then you got uh, the new James Bond movie, No Left to Die. You have Dune. You have 
you have Last Night in Soho, you have the French Dispatch, you have wow. Jack ASS Forever, um, and you have what was, I know there's another October movie that I'm forgetting. October Halloween Kills. Hmm. October is going to be absolutely insane. Wow. Like, in other words, gotta... y'all, it's time to come back to theaters. It's yep. time to go back. Man, like that, just you going like back to back to back with all these awesome films. Man, it, I'm just excited to get back in the theater. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, man, it's just a good time to be a fan of film. It's a good time. Um, but, yeah, so I'm going to put a bow on the episode to wrap things up. Um Thanks so much for listening, guys. Before we head out, I'm going to give you guys the movie of the week, and then Brand's going to give his thoughts. Movie of the week this week is The Departed, um, directed by Martin Scorsese. It's on Netflix. Uh, it won Best Picture in 2006. Um, really fun film. I really like the way the story is told, and it's a story that's pretty unique. I haven't seen a story told like this ever. So uh, really cool cop film, but not a, it's not necessarily a, highlighting the good or the bad about cops it's just highlighting a specific story mm. about being a cop and your life outside of being a cop it, but it's so much more than that and there's a reason it, it won best picture awesome film it's on netflix i try to do movies that are on netflix because netflix is pretty universal these days yes. everyone's got netflix so the departed awesome martin scorsese cop movie what could go wrong uh almost like in a, a gangster mob movie because that's more martin scorsese's uh, that's his, everyone knows that's his talent. You know, we got Goodfellas, The Irishman, Casino, uh, Casino. Um, so yeah, The Departed is going to be our movie of the week. Uh, if you end up watching that, or if you've already seen it, let me know what you think. And then lastly, Brandon, one of my, it's in my top 10 favorite movies of all time. Django Unchained. It's a, that's a lot to unpack. What'd you think? I thought it was awesome. And, uh, my favorite part about the movie was that like, you know, like you have those moments where you're like, oh, well, that's where that comes from. You know, yeah. like uh, it was it's a very iconic film. Uh, I can tell it's just one of those movies that you it's just as an American, like you need to watch. It's just mm-hmm. one of those films that just really. Uh, that really just sparks interest. And I was yeah. just interested from front to back. My favorite character was Leonardo DiCaprio's character. He was just played so well. And he, and that's where that meme comes from of like, uh, his character, like laughing. Yeah. Like the, the snob laughing, like that's where that comes from. And I, gosh, I just loved his character. Just very spunky, very funny. I enjoyed it through and through, uh, um, not Samuel Jackson. What's his name? I get them mixed up. Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Incredible as always. I, I love Jamie Foxx and yeah. gosh. So like, I, I'd love to go more into it. Um, I'd love to go more into it next episode, just to unpack my favorite things about it, but just to, uh, make it quick. One, at one out of 10, I would rate it at 8.5. It was like, I, I'm not a big fan of like Westerns and just like movies from like that time period, but like, so giving this a rating of 8.5 speaks volumes for me. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good then. If that's a, a high rating on your scale, then I'll take that, you know? Yes, sir. Uh, humbly so. I appreciate that a lot. Well, you guys, we always have a blast. We actually kept our episode pretty tight for once, so I'm pretty <laughs> proud of us. Um, yes, sir. 
Yeah, but, we um, wanted to go 45 minutes. We went 47. But, hey, not bad, not bad. Um, yes, sir. Brady, you were, were you going to say something? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, no no issue at all. Um, next week, uh, just be expecting a lot. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Tommy will fill you in what we might be talking about. But uh, I'll tell you all next week on Thursday, you all know what it is. It's college football time. I'm so excited, and we're going to be having a very special guest come on the show, one of my coworkers uh, from the internship that I'm working at, and it's going to be a very fun time. We're going to be talking college football, and we just, man, I just cannot wait to plan it, and uh, it's going to be a blast, and you're going to get jam-packed with not just, like, whatever info and everything, just info that you want to hear. And it's going to be a great, great show. But, uh, Tommy, um, what do you have planned for Tuesday so far? Uh, biggest thing right now is that Candyman review. That I think that film is going to be a sleeper film. I think it's got the lighthouse potential, though. I've said that a billion times, and I'll say it again. I think it's got potential to be a cult classic. Uh, the original film from the 90s, you can't beat that. Uh, but this film looks so stinking good. So I got my Candyman review coming out. Really, really excited to get on top of that. Um, then we're going to talk, go into more depth with some people who know a lot more about Marvel than I do. Um, about the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, as well as sh- uh, their Shang-Chi thoughts, because they were able to get an early screening. Ooh. And then after we talk about you know that Marvel news, um, there will be some other things that we'll get to that I'm very excited. I, I want to save, but those are the big three right now. So Shang-Chi. Yeah. Hopefully uh, Donda comes out and we can talk about that. But That's the I biggest thing. My I agree. That's <laughs> the biggest thing. Does, will Donda drop? Probably not. But if it does, you already know we'll be covering Donda, because it's going to be hot this week. So. Yes, sir. Um, without further ado, you guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, my name is Thomas Hicks. And I'm Brandon Matula. Matula. And let's get this. All right. One, two, three. Stay, Stay hot, hot, my, my friends. friends. Dang. Right. <laughs> hey, were... I think that was our best one. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right, guys. We'll see you Tuesday. You know the drill. Be there. Peace, y'all. Have a great week. See you weekend. See y'all on Tuesday. See ya.